episode's conversation around holding space and and other behaviors that we think are necessary for an authentic cross-racial friendship or really any friendship. So behaviors, what do we got? I, you know, I guess it is still, I guess we could use this example, right, of um, well, my, my first thought is to, what does it mean to hold space mm-hmm. for lived experiences that are different than your own? Um, and how hard it is for people, particularly who haven't developed any racial humility mm-hmm. to recognize or acknowledge real time, in real time, that someone is expressing something like pain for what's happening in the world Mm -hmm. and their lived experience is different than yours. Um, So like hold what does it mean to hold space Mm -hmm. is something that I feel like is an, is an integral part of having like authentic exchanges. Right. And, and I'm going to say, by, by extension, for people of color who have been trained to have an expectation of white people, that we have to take care of you in these spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we have to talk so carefully, mm-hmm. right? So, so, that, so that we can avoid all of the common trappings and missteps of mm-hmm. white people not invested in the work. Right. Right. And recognizing that we are holding space for white people when we are the ones needing space held for us. Right. Right. So when I say holding space, what do you hear? Well, that's why I was just silent because I'm like, what am I, what is my, what am I hearing? I'm hearing I, I can say what I'm feeling. I'm okay. feeling literally like the rug is pulled out from under me because I then don't know how to behave in our relationship, our friendship. Mm-hmm. Actually naming that. Because, mm-hmm. like, okay, so, because what I heard you just say is that you're conditioned well, you said people of color and black people, but I, I'm, tell me if it's true for you too. I was assuming it was true for you too, that you're conditioned to hold space for me because of like just years of experience needing to do that in order to maintain any kind of like normal social exchange with a white person, with me. Mm-hmm. So when you say holding space that I need to hold space for you. I literally don't even know. This is what I've been struggling with. I think I'm at the point of recognizing I don't know how to hold space effectively. Um, 
I got called in by a colleague this week. Uh, not me specifically, but I took it to heart as me, a black woman who was like, where are my colleagues checking in on me? And I seriously had never considered it. I only was considering my experience and what is going on. Yeah. And none of my other white friends need me to hold space for them. We're all kind of in our own world, like individualism at its finest. And hearing her say, and have the courage to say, I need to talk. Do you have some time? And then to say, and again, she wasn't implicating me personally, but I, I heard it as like, why didn't I do that? And then spending an hour to write a two sentence tweet, I mean, um, uh, text to one of my colleagues who's a biracial man, because I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what, like, so the holding the space, I mean, when we talk about behaviors for authentic friendships, this could be why I don't have authentic friendships with people of color, because I don't even know what that means. Mm -hmm. I never thought about holding space for my white friends, because we all take the space we need. I mean, I'm talking in generalities right now. Right. Clearly, I, I listen to my friends and I hold space for them. But it's like, I see this as very different. And I think what I heard you say hit me in a way that is like, I, I just need to, I, I'm going to have to do after this conversation a lot more thinking about what that actually means. Um, Let me tell you what I mean more specifically, because I think it could be valuable for folks who are even struggling with the, the term generally. Holding space for someone else means allowing a, 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 a space of, for communication mm -hmm. that need, needs no legitimization, mm -hmm. that needs no, that, that means that you don't have needs in the space. That means- Can you say that all again? So like, it's a space where communication, the space is allowed for communication. Yeah. Where you as white people- Yeah. Don't have, you have no expectation of having your needs met because you're right. holding space for someone else. Right. And I think it's about being uh present emotionally yeah i think it's about being present um in the ways where they feel for folks feel um supported and mm -hmm. cared about mm -hmm. and it's not for your learning or edification it's for right. their edification their um so that they could feel i, I feel like this race stuff when you're a person of color in white dominant spaces, you are so isolated in the way that you enter the space and that you exist in the space. Mm -hmm. And the things that we have to do to filter, just to just filter away from ourselves in order just to be. Right. And I think that if we were going to hold space for people, it would mean all of those uh, cultural precepts or those ideas mm -hmm. that are super normal, you know, like, um, we're going to take a vote on what we think. 
we're going to like, well, get all of the facts and the truth, you know, like those kinds of things deter away from the emotional plane of existence that most of us are existing are, are, are really needing to wade through yeah. and he's a part. Um, and I would say like holding space for someone is about the offer and saying like, how can, like I'm available and willing to listen without judgment. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to listen without um, responding except for to let you know that you're cared about and that what you, what you, and to affirm what it is that you're saying that makes sense to me, mm -hmm. given your specific context, mm -hmm. you know, like, I feel like those are the things that like, we don't do enough and we take for granted and we go, yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Right. right? And then like, I'm like, I don't, I don't think we need a rev up space. If that makes sense. We need a space that somebody's going to say, you don't have to, legitimate what it is that you're feeling yeah um yesterday i was on a zoom yeah that was created by a friend of mine who um sent who is um black and culturally african yeah from um congo no she's not from congo she's from liberia and um she put out a Zoom call to hold space for people who wanted to talk and unpack. And, it, and, I, and I was uncertain about whether it would be a space for me as a Latina in the space mm -hmm. um, or a, white, a light skin Latina. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was just present, holding space and listening deeply, mm -hmm. and listening without judgment. You know, even though some people held some ideas that were different than my own, um, I recognize that we're all kind of wading through this emotional stuff. Mm -hmm. there's, there's this a ball of feeling and a ball of like, whew, ideas. Like, you know, like we're supposed to go to school and we have to go to the right schools and we have to learn how to talk a certain way and we have to learn to present ourselves a different way. And there's a lot of people untangling these ideas, right? right? Because it's his name, Christopher or Christian Cooper in Central Park, yeah. right? He embodied all of the things, the right things you were supposed to do. So there were a number of black parents on the call saying, here I am thinking I'm arming my, I'm right. paying the money. Right. Become a bird puncher and you will be fine. Right. Like you're, you're safe. Yeah. Like dress a certain way, talk a certain way, have the right credentials. And by the way, somebody, you know, somebody could still call the cops on you and yeah. you'll be treated as though you're a crip. Right. You know, like that's the part where like I, I, I was holding space in for a reality that I know, I know a little bit about as a, from a different identity space. Yeah. Um, but you know, really it wasn't about me. Right. It was about being present and being heard. So like on this zoom of like 19 people, right? Like we were just listening in silence as people spoke. And then when people are done, 
it's just an expression of care. Thank you for saying that. That was an important thing. Or I, I need to think about that gives me something to think about, you know, like just being in the space and being heard because it could be really isolating these experiences when you feel like there is no safe place to be. Right. Yeah, there aren't many times I, I have felt that when I hear you say that and I try to empathize. I'm like, yeah, it's hard for me to empathize with that. There are a lot of safe spaces for me. Um, I, I just want to name too, like in workspaces. So part of my feeling of like, I'm going to say this to you, it's just, it has a lot to do with the fact that we no longer work together, Jason. Yeah. Right. And I feel like you can't go behind my back and talk to a white colleague about like how uncomfortable you were talking to me because I'm so emotional. Right. Or you don't know what to do with all of this stuff that ever put on your plate or put on your, your, you know, you were just trying to listen and like, she's so angry or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's like yeah. white people. When you like open up to a white person, it could easily slide down that slide. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, you know, I'm untethered from that workspace. Right. And so like, if you want to be in relationship with me, then the only way that I'm even going to give you time is if I have nothing to risk at this point. Right. Right. And so I can't even say that I have those relationships in my current workspace. Right. Because it's not a, it's not as safe a space as I think a lot of the white liberals think it is. Right. Because I know you're not Ku Klux Klan. I know that. Totally. I, I know you're not one of those uh, extremist boys with the you know the douchey ones that are like hipsters like i know you're not those guys proud boys proud boys right yeah but that doesn't make you less safe just like karen in the in central park yeah you mean it doesn't make me more safe because i'm not fat is that what you mean no i'm saying that none of you all no white people are safe y'all are not safe <laughs> for you for me yeah that's what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. look how Chris, christian christopher yeah, Christian, I think it's Christian Cooper. Christian Cooper, right? He was trying to embody his rights. Right. He was trying to be lawful. Right. And she knew exactly what to say and how to say it to leverage her power in the space. Right. And so like, I feel like there's a lot of white people who don't even realize, like they always think, and that's, what, that's the whole part about being a Karen. Like you always feel like you have the highest um, level of um, responsibility and um, good personness, right? Like the Karen, the first, not the first Karen, but like the first Twitter Karen, right. who was that lady who went into the park, they were trying to have a barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. Yeah, right? And so like her, her morality was higher than everybody else's. Right. <sighs> yes. I want to, I want to give a second of, of silence to let all of this land. Um, is that okay? Yeah. I love that there's a siren. Do you hear the siren as yeah. we a moment of silence? <laughs> the irony is not lost on me. Irony. Come on. 
much of this for me is about um, not just the this moment in time and like what continues this this experience in life mm-hmm. has to do with all the things that we don't do in between these moments, right? So it captures everybody's attention this week, right? Uh, for the next couple of weeks as protests, right? Like that's the value of protests, right? Like that it continues the conversation if a conversation gets to extend beyond um, disdain or dislike for what protests look like. Yeah you know, in the minds and hearts and the, in the actions of people who are um, really hurt and yeah. really upset and really angry, angry enough to leave the safety of their own home. Right. Or perceived safety of their own home. Cause let's be truthful, right? Like Brianna Taylor was killed in her house and um, nobody gives a fuck about that. Right. But you know, the perceived safety of their house, um, they're not protesting because they want a haircut or a tattoo. They're right. protesting, you know, to secure the lives of children who yet don't realize how unsafe life really is for them if, they're, if they have a black body. Right. That's the part where it's just like, if we can't maintain the momentum of discussion right. or raise the capacity for people to stop being so self-centered yeah and stop prioritizing your needs um there's no there's not enough room for other people and i guess that's the other piece right like of like um this authentic piece right it's just like i authentically have to be able to name that this is not about you and this is all about you yeah there was a meme that was like about karen all right Mm -hmm. like karen is a school teacher karen was a nurse there's Mm -hmm. a karen who's this there's a karen who's that right and not like people named karen right Mm -hmm. just like the person who um who wants to kind of center their needs Mm -hmm. and leverage white supremacy in the space right and put people at risk right their yeah. jobs, their this and that, whatever, like these, like Karen could be any gender, right? And it's just like, these people are, want to exercise their entitlement and their privilege. Right. And whenever somebody, a person of color feels empowered enough to declare, I deserve to be treated equally and fairly there's always a white person who is willing to kind of like check them. Right. Right. And right. demonstrate that their status right. is going to de- be deemed higher, no right. matter what credentials you have. Right. So do you think that means that in our friendship, me as a white man and you, as identifying as a Latina, um, that it and it's okay if this is true. I'm not. I'm not at all putting any judgment on what I'm about to say. Um, 
that there has to be a deference to the space given in our relationship to focus more on your needs? I think what is necessary is to recognize that our, our lives are different. Yeah. And that there is a layer of gender, a layer of race. Right. Right? That via a pattern, a societal pattern. Yeah centers your communication style, your needs, right. and that's an expectation that you and I both have learned. Right. And it's, and it's about um, setting an intention to yeah. be disruptive of that pattern, to name the pattern, right. and to choose to do it a different way. Right. And I think for me, it's about, and, and part of that pattern is having to legitimate, like as people of color, having to legitimate what our experiences are, having to legitimate the pain of um, protesters, right? right. So like, to me, it's like akin to changing the, the story, right? Changing the subject. When people are in pain because of um, the murder of George Floyd, who is a place saver for historical, right. um, dehumanizing experiences right. with the police yeah they want to change the story and make it about pro uh, about people protesting and protesting right and 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 we when we know at the heart of it like in no way is like they wanted to like kaepernick kneels quietly and peacefully yeah and white people wanted to preserve the space for their right to watch football without politics Right. So, you know, like white people like protest all the time right. like for basketball games that they won or hockey games that they won. They're pro not protesting. They're in the streets demonstrating and setting shit on fire. Right. Right. And then like nobody is nobody says anything. Oh, those naughty kids or right. whatever. And now like you got your people are like the news especially pisses me off. Right, because they just want to underscore whatever kind of racial tropes that yeah. that paint black people as animalistic, out of control, right. you know, like deviant, uh, malicious, uh, and criminal. Yeah, and it's like if we can't create a space where we name that bullshit, yeah, right, then then there's no we can't we can't be authentic in that space, right. right. And in that space, I have to be able to say, Jason, go get your fucking people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Talk to your uncle who's being an asshole. Talk right. to your, you know, talk to the coworkers. Tell them, don't you dare even say some shit like that. Right. You fucking racist. Like, I, don't put me in a position to say it because yeah. on the bad day, I'll say it. Yeah. On my good day, I'm just going to swallow it like every other, every other um, racial, uh, Right. microaggression right that's my fear is that on my bad day i'm gonna say the thing and right. it's put me right. at and reinforce the ideas of your inability to control your yeah yeah i, I would love to see like one of those like white people jerry Maguire letters that go out to the whole like institution that's so true what is that? Like a manifesto? Maguire letter. A what? Maybe I'll do a Jerry Maguire letter. Manifesto? Is that yeah, a manifesto. And then I'll stand up and be like, who's with me? And no one will come. 
crickets, bitch, because that's how they fucking do it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to call you bitch. That was not No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> uh, that I said, that was not nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to, to our friendship and what you're saying, what I'm hearing is, I, I actually really appreciated how you started by saying, just first acknowledging that we're different and like, and, and our identities and how our lens is impacted by those identities and, and how we've been socialized within those identities, I think is key for me. And I'll be doing a lot of thinking about that. Um, but in terms of the space, and, and this, I mean, cause we're here talking about behaviors in an authentic friendship. And what I'm hearing is that there might be different behaviors for my friendship with you than my friendship with white friends. Like I might have to be a lot more conscious. Um, not might, I have to be a lot more conscious of your needs than I do about my white friends. Although as I say that out loud, probably not. I should probably be more <laughs> conscious of my white friends' needs too. Okay, I got it. Uh, in all seriousness, like, I mean, yes, and, you know, like, you know, in these dynamics with your white friends, yeah, right, like, yeah, creating space for them is important, right, just to kind of be yeah. in, 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 in rough and raggedy ways or in um, righteously angered, you know, in righteously angry ways. Yeah. And... I feel like it's also about using those private intimate spaces with white people to like, just say, you know, you know, I get you're, you're angry and there's a piece that you're missing. Right. That you really need if you want to be in alignment with this good person bullshit you think you are. Well, here's the interesting thing about you saying that an aha moment for me is that the difference between my relationship with you and my relationship with my white friends is my white friends and I never talk about this. And that goes into white supremacy culture, like right to comfort, me taking care of them, me taking care of myself so it doesn't have to get uncomfortable. I mean, it's not that I never talk about it, but when it gets uncomfortable, we definitely stop talking about it. And, and what I'm recognizing is the different behavior is I can't not talk about it with you. Right. I can't talk about what's happening in the world with if I'm going to be in an authentic relationship with you. And so what it's making me question is all, are any of my relationships authentic? If I'm taking care of myself and others, right to comfort. Right. Before. So. And, and, you know, like, and let's be real, right? Like we're still reinforcing these, this white supremacist bubble that white people think protects them. Um, but it keeps them dumb. That's the, that's what I'm walking away with. I, I came into this conversation sure that there were different behaviors that I needed to, to exhibit with my, my friendship with you as opposed to my friendships with white people. And what I'm walking away with is understanding, actually, you and I probably have had a more authentic friendship, even though we acknowledge that it wasn't real and that's why we're doing this, is to go deeper. Um, that it was probably the most authentic friendship I had. So I'll be sitting with that one. Well, 
That's good. And, <laughs> and I think this is just another example of like how white supremacy cheats everybody from yeah. life. Yeah. Well, what is um, our next topic? I feel, you mentioned white spaces today in the conversation. You and I have talked a lot about that because I've invited you to some white spaces. And, and I feel like maybe we need to explore what our friendship looks like in white spaces. Um, do you want to do that for the next episode? Let's do it. <laughs> conversation, but yes, let's do that. Okay. Um, for the record, it was a fun cabaret, everybody. But um, so I guess uh, I'm excited for that conversation. And I'm just, and with all sincerity, thank you as always for, uh, to you, Eva, for just being awesome um, friend and really excited about the continued conversations we're gonna have. And I guess we should thank everyone who's listening too. Thank you for not crying. I know, I did that last time. I thought- no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna care more about your tears and whatever no. it is. Totally. <laughs> Trust me, I've been thinking about that so much and just like working through that, right? So, like, um, so thanks everyone who's listening. Um, and like always, if you have any comments, questions, please put them, post them, anything you want us to discuss, maybe that's going on with your cross-racial friendships. If you want to hear our perspective on it, how it plays out in our relationship, please feel free to add those. 